Hello and welcome back to the IMCA Annual Conference here in San Diego, 2017. And one of our speakers at the conference is with us here, Patrick Delaney with T. Rowe Price. Patrick, welcome to the conference. Thanks for having me. So, Patrick, uh, your focus is corporate retirement plans. So, I guess they could call you Mr. Orissa, huh? Certainly. Okay. And here at the conference, you're talking about your topic is Wellness Works. Power your corporate retirement plan clients with financial wellness. So what is it that you are attending, uh, telling the attendees here? We are telling the attendees a common theme, I guess I should say, is advisors are, have told us that they're looking to differentiate their practice and that they need to go beyond investments. And this is a common theme that we've heard a lot. And something like financial wellness, it gives them the opportunity to differentiate above and beyond investments. Now, if you think of the corporate retirement plan space, historically, a lot of education of employees is only focused in several narrow areas. How to get in the plan, how to save more, and then how to invest appropriately. Financial wellness kind of blows that out of the water and goes much, much broader. The environment for that is that the, the advisor goes into a company where he is the advisor for the 401k plan and he does little dog and pony shows to help educate the people. Is that what you're talking about? Is that the environment? There, there are a couple different things that he can do. First, I think he needs to sell the plan sponsor or explain to the plan sponsor why financial wellness is an issue and why they should explore implementing a program within their workforce. So what we have heard is that a lot of plan sponsors have interacted with financial wellness, they've seen it in the media, but they don't really know what to do about it. And they know they hear from struggling employees from a financial standpoint, and they say, well, my advisor historically has just been the investment person. And we think that if the advisor can come in and proactively and credibly address financial wellness programs with their clients, they can differentiate themselves and lead from ahead as opposed to trying to play catch up to their peers. So the advisor has the incentive then to do a good job for this client and retain the client. Are there additional incentives for the advisor? Is, he, is the advisor looking to do more business with these employees and is this a way to do that? Do you recommend that the advisor do this on a fee basis? How is the advisor, let's say, compensated for providing this additional service? And the advisors that we've spoken with, uh, one of the good things about the financial wellness space is that there are multiple ways to skin that cat from a monetization standpoint. We have talked with advisors that do uh, charge an extra basis point fee to provide financial wellness assistance. We have They've worked it into a flat fee structure. We have seen some where they don't actually interact with financial wellness at all but they are known in their geographic location as somebody that can speak credibly about financial wellness. And so plan sponsors will actually come to them say, I want to implement a program within my employees. Can you help me navigate this landscape? And it's almost like they're a point-in-time consultant to the financial wellness space. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, I have not seen uh, <clears throat> a lot of that uh, kind of thing, and I would presume you're on the forefront of that. We are. And if you, you let's take a, a macro look at the evolution of the retirement space, the responsibility of saving and investing has shifted, mainly from that of the employer in a defined benefit and pension world to that of defined contribution. So it's resting squarely on their shoulders. And what they've said, by and large, is I'm ill-equipped to handle this and interact with mutual funds. Now, 
are you're more investment savvy, more sophisticated investors? Certainly not. But when you're talking about making a huge impact to the broadest amount of people that need the most help in the defined contribution space, you're talking about the average American worker. There's something else that we've seen over the past couple of years, and that uh, is a barbell effect going on with the demographics in this country. And you've got 76 million baby boomers have started to retire, and they have unique financial needs. It's no longer just help me save and invest. It's tax strategies. It's estate planning. It's retirement income strategies. It's drawdown help. And on the other end, you've got 80 million millennials who need unique financial needs. It's not just savings and investing. What's a mutual fund? It's, hey, I am debt-ridden and need debt management help. How do I manage a budget? Even older millennials are 34, 35 years of age now. So you're talking about college savings for young kids. So you have 156 million American workers have unique financial needs that didn't exist 20 to 30 years ago. And that's where financial wellness comes in and why the topic has proliferated so much within the retirement space. Do you guys talk about a particular process for doing this? Uh, or you just recommend that an advisor go in and do it? Well, first, I think that the topic itself is a little squishy. And that's why I, I always get a kind of a, the, the skeptical eye from advisors because they say, you know what, I grew up in this business, I cut my teeth, my value prop is based in investments, due diligence, selection, monitoring quantitative analysis and they go well financial wellness is I, I'm not going to touch that one and we say well listen advisors in the retirement space now are being judged not on employee satisfaction not on participation rates but the most important success metric is the income replacement ratios of an underlying plan population in other words how well are the employees doing it saving enough to sustain a 25 or 35 year retirement that's how advisors are now starting to be evaluated by their clients. And you look at the state of savings in this country, the average account balance in the 401k business, we need to make some improvements. And so what we want to do is arm advisors with talking points to have the conversation about financial wellness programs with their plan sponsors. Well, my congratulations uh, to you and T. Rowe Price for recognizing the importance of this. No question about it. This is a very important topic for uh, our populace here. Most who go in and sell 401k plans are focused on the investment and as, we, you know, as well as all the other ERISA plan rules and requirements, etc. And then they're happy to move on and uh, not deal much uh, with the regular employees. And so uh, glad to see you guys are doing this. For those who, are, who would like to know more, where can they go? They can go to tropricecom slash wellnessworks. Uh, you can also call us at 800-371-4613. And all, our whole suite of materials about how advisors can position themselves successfully in the financial wellness space, how to identify which candidates of theirs might be a good candidate for a financial wellness program. We have evaluation tools. When, when you get a candidate on board, you say, well, what are the types of financial wellness providers that are out there? And we help you walk through that. And then what questions you should ask those providers as you sit there and prioritize it with the plan sponsor. Okay, so Patrick, final words for our listeners here. Two things I think it's important for advisors to understand. The first is that financial wellness is not just a passing fad. It is the next frontier in a retirement savings conversation that they should be having with their plan sponsor clients. And two, good things happen when American workers have their financial house in order 
not just for the employees themselves, but there's a symbiotic relationship in terms of mitigation of healthcare costs and increased productivity for the organization, for the employer, and the ROI for the advisor is mainly in retention and referrals and a differentiation of their practice in an increasingly competitive marketplace. Patrick, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, great discussion and appreciate you uh, making the attendees aware, aware of this. Thank you for having me. Again, we've been talking with Patrick Delaney of T. Rule Price here at the IMCA Conference 2017, and we'll be right back. <laughs> 